Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast. This is the show brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine for the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X Series or GFX. Head on over to FujiLove.com. And joining me this week, uh, we're, we're doing things a little different because of worldly circumstances. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing back Allison Conklin onto the show. How's it going, Allison? Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's going well. <laughs> <laughs> All things considered, with an asterisk. All things considered, yes. Uh, so, with normally we record episodes uh, twice a month with, with, with the Fuji Love podcast, but because a lot of people are being quarantined and we, a lot mm -hmm. of us will have a lot of free time, we're going to put together some bonus episodes uh, just to keep everybody entertained as much as possible. So uh, we we will have more than just the two a month. And Allison, I'm bringing you in to talk about uh, the GFX series because you are uh, an official ex-photographer for Fujifilm mm -hmm. and have great knowledge in the, the GFX series. And I recently got to play around with uh, a GFX camera myself. So I thought we can pool our experiences, share war stories, and uh, have some fun talking about uh, this awesome camera system. But before we do that, I want to mention a couple things. Um, with, with the times being so crazy uh, with the COVID-19, uh, our... Uh, owner of the Fuji Love podcast, Fuji Love magazine, and editor in chief Tomash, he has gone out of his way to offer people uh, uh, a free thirty day trial to Fuji Love magazine itself, and very generous. No credit cards are needed. Uh, so if you are looking to, you know, try out Fuji Love magazine for the first time. Head on over to bit.ly slash Fuji Love Free. That's all lowercase. And that will allow you to sign up for Fuji Love Magazine. Uh, he has been very generous and it, it's super awesome. So, excuse me, super awesome of him. Um, and while everybody has to be indoors, you know, this is a great way to. Uh, check out the latest and greatest in uh, all things Fujifilm. Uh, read stories, uh, read uh, back issues. Lots of great information there and lots of great stories and lots of great photography. Mm -hmm. So head on over to bit.ly slash Fujilovefree for your free trial or head on over to fujilove.com and just check out the articles there. Uh, they help keep the lights on uh, for the podcast and have some fun. Um, additionally, I want to give a big, big shout out to Patrick. Uh, that name may sound familiar to all Fuji, uh, Fuji love people. Uh, he is the owner of FujiRumors.com. And recently he did a blog post on Fuji rumors that, he is, in fact, in the quarantine zone in Italy. That is where he calls home. And uh, 
he has been doing, he's still updating. Uh, he's still quarantined and he's still going through uh, quite the experience. I think Italy, uh, by, by all accounts, the, the news, wherever you are in the world, they're being hit really, really hard. So head on over to Fuji Rumors to give, his, give him some support. And the best way you could do that uh, is by you know, checking out the site, but also if you need to buy anything from either Amazon or B&H, he has a lot of affiliate links on his site. So if you need to, anything from, from wherever camera, camera, excuse me, camera supplies or anything, head on over to food, uh, to Fuji rumors and use some of his affiliate links to help him out. That will go a long way to help him, you know, at least some way to 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 give back to the work that he's been doing and patrick we you know wish you well we i mean we wish everyone everyone well in italy and across the world uh for wow speedy recovery this is uh <laughs> quite some time yeah, that we're living sure. in yeah but <laughs> on to happier news <laughs> uh, i know um the folks over at Hunt's Camera, uh, Hunt's is a camera store that is local to the New England area. Uh, they are really awesome in buying and selling uh, new and used gear. Uh, head on over to Hunt's Photo uh, to, if you're in the United States, to, to check it out. Um, but I wanted to give him a nice little plug there. They were kind enough to lend me the Fujifilm GFX, uh, the the R camera, the the rangefinder style, 50R. the fifty yeah. R. And did you love every second? I loved every second of it. <laughs> the first thing now, now you had suggested that I try this out. Uh, mm -hmm. th this was the the camera to use to kind of uh, since I use the the X Pro two a lot that was the best transition from going from one to the other and i gotta say like the the moment i took it out of the rental bag and, and popped in the lens now the lens that i used was the 45 millimeter uh prime lens mm -hmm. and i think that was the 2.8 right i popped that on and to me it felt like my first impression was this is an XE2 on steroids. Like just form factor was very XE2 centric, the mm -hmm. way the dials were set up and everything. But my goodness, this is a light camera. This is, this is a small camera for medium format. Like, right. Yeah, for sure. It was, it, it blew my mind. And, and then the first thing I do is I photograph my daughter and I photograph my Australian shepherd. <laughs> and uh, it, it, you could find some of those photos on uh, my Instagram, uh, Mark Sadowski, Mark with a C. But I shared them to you immediately. You were the first person to see the photos that I took. <laughs> I know, I was so excited because I was waiting to see what your thoughts were and to see your photos. It was like waiting for Christmas morning, just like <laughs> could not wait. And they were awesome. It's just baffling. Like mm -hmm. the, the thing that 
struck me first uh, the the first sh- the, the first shot that I took was just how long it felt that shutter lasted it was like a very satisfying base to a shutter <laughs> to and it felt like it was a long shutter but mm-hmm. it went pretty quickly like when when I took the first shot it was poor lighting conditions in my kitchen which is crap light to begin with. <laughs> and <laughs> like it froze my dog in place. My dog does not like to stand still. And I, I think I shot it at, I think it was ISO 3200. Mm-hmm. And my God, it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also had an LED light shining on my pup, but <laughs> it was, you know, any little bit helps, but. Wow, this thing was awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And did you zoom in immediately when you downloaded the photos just to see like all of the pixels just to Yes. Yeah, see how like absolutely clean and beautiful the image was even at the high ISOs? The, like yeah. The high ISO had some noise to it, but mm-hmm. at that size it looked like grain rather right. than noise which mm-hmm. just gave the photo a whole nice feel to it it was like it was character it wasn't it, it wasn't an artifact or anything like that it it actually enhanced the photo it didn't take anything away mm-hmm. um and that was really cool uh, <laughs> I, I i really dug that and then of course i took a photo of my daughter holding a lightsaber and then did some photoshopping <laughs> afterwards Right, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> but wow, like this is really, really nice. And like that's when the gears in my head started to turn. It was it it was like, all right, what's the price on this? Wait, uh, three thousand plus? Right, but I think it's on sale. It's on sale. Like it's Yeah. It's canon price. Medium format in that that's obta- obtainable. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's that's why as soon as because I'd always wanted a medium format digital, and I just never thought it would be obtainable. And then I started to hear about the Fujifilm, like you know the fifty S. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going for it, and I've never looked back. It does now to to me um, when when I took these first few photos. The, the 45 millimeter, which is probably equivalent to like a 35 millimeter in, in uh, uh, mm-hmm. 35 millimeter in, in like full frame terminology. Uh, there's a crop factor with APS-C, but uh, with medium format, it goes the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looked, the, the bokeh looked like something that my 90 millimeter would do but it was just very wide and that was kind of like a great juxtaposition between like my dog sitting there or my daughter standing there and having a wide scene behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's really beautiful and I just, it feels different, you know, and people don't, I don't know. Don't you feel like you look at that and you're like, this definitely feels special and different than 
you know, shooting on like a 35 millimeter equivalent. Like, I don't know. It does. I just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it really, so like with the 90 millimeter, you're, you're pulling in tight to a subject. Mm-hmm. Now imagine doing that by stepping back without losing that focus on the person or the, the centralness of that person. And then just making that scene much wider. I don't know if I'm doing that description much justice, but it's it really makes that person uh, or the subject pop. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really nice. Um, so that was my first experience with the camera. What was your very first shot with your uh, GFX? Well, I had purchased it. I pre-ordered the 50S. Um, you know, before it had come out. And then I received it right before we were leaving for a wedding that was going to be in New Orleans. Yeah. And I really hadn't played with it much. It was sort of literally arrived like hours before we were leaving for the airport. So I quick unpacked it, figured out how to pack it so I could take it on the airplane. And I shot with it. Um, We did like a fun little, what would be an engagement session prior to the wedding um, with the couple running around. And that was sort of my first using it which is funny because they say to not really do that when you have new gear but i just remember even just the sound of it the way that it the noises it made you know the dials everything just sort of fell into place and it became very it was super user friendly and then i started to see the photos and i was just like blown away at how amazing the colors were. Yeah. I mean, we were in New Orleans, so like you had all of this fun stuff happening in the background because you're on, you know, the popular streets and we're running around and we're finding yeah. this really interesting architecture and these like crazy vines that are, you know, and it was just, I, I remember just being like, because I had been so loyal to Canon my whole career and then being like, wait, hold on. I've been missing this the whole time. So <laughs> I, and then I took it on the wedding day and I just loved how much quieter it was than my digital SLRs. Yeah. And then I, w- I was like, wait, there's just, there's something really special about this because I always wanted to, you know, I always want to shoot weddings and not be the center of attention. Try to be as invisible as possible, right? I'm just trying, it's not about me. I'm trying to capture these moments while not getting in the way of something that could be happening that's beautiful and unfolding in front of me. So I was able to do that with how quiet everything was. Um, and I had purchased, so I had the, at the point of the 50S coming out, it was the um, the 120. Mm-hmm. So the Mac, like what would be considered a macro. Yes. And then the 63, I think. Um, so I had those two lenses and it would just kind of like go back and forth. And I was totally hooked. It's It just, it feels like a sports car in your hand. <laughs> like that shutter, that you you feel the shutter. You don't just take, mm-hmm. take a photo. It's every time you click the button, it's just like such a, it, it just feels good. And then that, of course, you're hearing it too. And it's there's just magic behind that and it right. really now you sound like great. me saying magic yes um, <laughs> it's it's magic so you uh, we're, we're going to talk about the 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 latest camera that that you uh, the camera lens that you picked up but uh okay. the reason why I, I picked up the gfx 50r is because i was 
invited to uh, help out a buddy of mine. There was um, he, here in New England. There, there was a movie being uh, released. This is back in January, not, not right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but back in January, uh, a, a movie. Uh, oh God, now it's escaping me. Uh, Uncanny Harbor was the movie that's based in New England. It was filmed in Plum Island in Massachusetts. And the movie premiere was happening uh, one weekend. And my buddy asked me if I could do some video uh, for for the, the movie pr- premiere. And mm-hmm. uh, it, w- it was a small small thing. It was very local. Um, and, and so I, I jumped on it because... I get to do, I, I don't get to do video that often. Uh, and, and so busting out my X-T3 and the Eterna profile, I was like, I'm sold. I, I, I'll do it. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I had my X-T3 as my primary camera. I, I had that on a monopod. Uh, I had the, the microphone and the LED light on top. They weren't looking for anything high and fancy. They just wanted uh, basic coverage. Um and they knew that I wasn't uh, a typical uh, videographer. It was just something to just follow my buddy, who is the primary photographer for for the event, photographing everything, just to kind of follow along, maybe get some interviews from people about how excited they had to see the movie or uh, get some interviews of people uh, after the movie. Uh, that was the, the primary job for me, to just kind of observe and, and get some comments here and there. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I had my uh, the 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 GFX 50R hanging at my right side. <laughs> so mm-hmm. whenever I had a moment, I would pop that out and, and take a photo. Let me tell you, it's not an easy camera to just let hang on your side. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's basic, like with wedding photography, I usually have my. Uh, X-Pro2 on my left side, my X-T3 on my right side, hanging there, no problem. Mm-hmm. Medium format camera, as small as it is, still pretty big. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I, I actually, I have the 50S around my neck and the 50R on my shoulder. And then if I'm feeling crazy, I'll have the X-Pro3 kind of like across the shoulder um, with like a super wide yeah. sort of. But, and I guess, yeah, if you're used to the smaller camera bodies, but you can totally like get on muscle memory and figure that out. It's absolutely worth it. Muscle memory. Yes. Because <laughs> that thing shooting one handed. <laughs> True. It's like, right. oh, that's, <laughs> hey, remember when you used to use a cannon body? I know. This is nothing. I know. I know. But still, it was a lot of fun. Like mm-hmm. when, um. When I was out on the balcony, I was getting some nice wide shots of the entire um, entire stage, and it was an old theater, so getting those shots were awesome. Getting the actors coming in, uh, being you know coming in on the red carpet, just sneaking a few shots while the camera was doing its job, so much fun, and the lighting was horrendous. Uh, if my kitchen was any indicator of how bad lights could be it was worse in in some of the places in the in the hallway of the uh theater when everybody was coming in from outside 
Mm-hmm. And then just going into the theater itself, it was very dimly lit with uh, only uh, like some lights that were lit up just to, to kind of illuminate the stage. Very dark, but the camera still did really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, anybody moving fast? Yeah, that's where it kind of fell fell off. But I mean, at, at that point, you, you know, you that's that's just going to happen with any camera, right? But right, like getting those shots, uh, uh, nice wide shots, nice epic shots of like key moments when everybody is standing in the background. Uh, you know, you know the the oh god, what's that called? You know, it, it, during everybody's taking their portrait sessions in front of the. Uh, uh, a standard, uh, I think it's called standard repeat for for. Okay. Oh right. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and so the the primary photographers are getting their shot. I'm doing video of something else, but I'm getting an alternate perspective of that standard repeat. Everybody just looking at the cameras and getting some candid moments of that. Those were a lot of fun, and and those came out super awesome, and just just. I, I was just blown away by by this, and, and I was envisioning myself taking photos of like like a couple's first dance using this camera. If the mm-hmm. couple is not doing anything super fast, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could totally get away with it, even if they are. But I hear you; it's an adjustment, just like it is coming. You know, it's a different camera system. And that's funny you mentioned that because when I was going from Canon to Nikon. And using my X XC two as the kind of transition camera, and, mm-hmm. and the X one hundred F that that I had, th- those were kind of, and then eventually I had the XT two that made things so much easier. Um, that's what it felt like. It felt like that I was making another transition into another system, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, I. Jeez, it's it's tempting. It is so tempting, <laughs> and knowing that it's affordable, right? Like, oh, no, don't do this to me. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And then if you need to try the one ten two point um, that's a beautiful lens. So tell me about that. That's the one that you just picked up, right? No, the one I just picked up is the forty five to one hundred, which is a zoom. The zoom, and I. Uh, seriously have not photographed with a zoom lens for probably a decade or more. So giving it a try, I was a little skeptical. Like, I don't know if this is going to fit into my, my, you know, my wheelhouse, my world or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I, I used it a, like quite um, just trying it out before I took it on a wedding. And like, I went to a diner with my friend and her daughter ordered pancakes and I took these photos in the diner with her this is in december giving it a try and i remember being like wow this is beautiful the depth of field was gorgeous it was super sharp and i was just everything that i sort of have believed about zoom lenses was sort of erased because none of it was really true yeah Uh, or you know aligned with what was happening with my experience and then how fast is the lens lens by the way it's four point the it's a four yeah for because yep. i'm thinking about the 50 and that's a 3.5 yeah so which i also have and i love too we can talk about that one <laughs> um but the so i was using it for portraits i did this fun like styled shoot and i used nothing but the 45 to 100 just to seriously give it a try 
and use it in all these different scenarios. And you literally could shoot an entire, you know, wedding with that one lens, which is kind of a crazy concept. I don't know. How much do you change your lens when you're shooting a wedding? I all right, so for for my gigs, uh, the, the X-Pro2 has the – I usually have uh, – this is going to be sacrilege to some people. Um, <laughs> so during the ceremony, I have the 16 to 55 F2.8 on the, the X-Pro2 and mm-hmm. then the X-T3 – carries the 90 millimeter lens okay uh that's if i'm doing typical church wedding or if i'm doing outdoor wedding uh that's generally the setup that that i have Mm -hmm. once i go into the reception hall uh i will switch out the xt2s uh I'm sorry, the X-Pro2 will then take the 23 millimeter prime, the solid F2. Mm-hmm. And yep. then my X-T3 will take on the 35 millimeter F2 lens. And because it has that bokeh that I really enjoy and it's really fast. Right. Um, I would go, I, I tried the other ones, but... The, the 35 millimeter, I think what is the one four, I think is a little slow um, because it's an older lens. I, I, I found that the F2 was much better in low light conditions, but that's what I have for the, for the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, during portrait time, uh, I'll have the, the 16 to 55 and the 90 millimeter. Those are just fine for, for that section. Yeah, um, that 90 is a beautiful lens. I back when I was with Canon, the 135 f2 was just my darling camera. I loved that camera. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I loved it so much. I wish it was my ringtone. Um, <laughs> it, but then when I went to Fuji and realized that they had their own equivalent, I was like, I'm sold. That that's yeah. mine. And, and it's it's amazing. I I just adore that lens. Yeah. Um. But that's pretty much my setup how about you well so you know usually it's the the lens you tried and the 110 are sort of the two that i've got going on so i replaced the 45 with the 45 to 100 for my first few weddings that i had in like late december and january and i was like obsessed with it like obviously i'm not trying to be close to my you know, my couple, my bride and group, like I'm trying to stay out of it, like during bridal prep and things. And it just was neat to have a different perspective. It's sort of, yes, not that, not that you get stuck in a rut, but you, you know, it's sort of safe. You, you feel great with your 90 and, you know, you're 55, like you feel good in those, whatever, that focal length, but then you try something different. It's sort of like, oh, wait, this is different and exciting. And, um, I don't know. I, and honestly, I had been so like, oh, I'm not into zoom lenses at all and i was totally in love with it and i used it i kept it on it never left my 50r the whole time for any of the weddings that i put it on um i actually took one of my most favorite photos with it i don't know if you saw that picture with the disco ball my friend dallas shaw um yes okay i that was the 45 to 100 
And what was that, was that like, photo shoot? That was that was for <laughs> Fuji, wasn't it? It was. It was for Fujifilm and the Profoto A1X. And so I had the A1X hitting her face because the actual natural light was hitting the disco ball and it was creating this beautiful kind of like dancing light everywhere. But yeah. it, that was perfectly exposed and her face was underexposed. So we used the, I used the A1X to kind of brighten her face up. Um you're gonna have to tell me about that flash. We might have to sneak that in because that. <laughs> oh, it's amazing! I um, the A1X is awesome. I used the grid that came with it, and just because I'm usually a natural light shooter, I feel more comfortable that way. I love the way that looks. Again, I'm trying not to have people look at me. Right? It's not about me. I'm trying to cause yeah. the least kind of distraction. And for what um, we do, we you know, it, it, it's difficult for wedding photographers to have. Right, you know, crazy strobes set up everywhere. So yes. yeah, and you're trying to be as like easy to jump up and go, right? Because things are happening and you're being pulled in different directions. And I can't be like, oh wait, sorry guys, I've got to set up this stuff. And there's people and photographers that do that, and I think that's amazing. Um, but everybody's different, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so I had the it was natural light hitting the disco ball. There was like this crazy beam of sunlight that was just sort of happening on its own and we were like oh my gosh this is awesome and but to expose properly for that and to be able to see all those little lights i wasn't getting enough light on her face so i used that a1x and lit her face up with the grid so it didn't affect anything else that was happening and it's like one of my most favorite photos and i had the 45 to 100 lens on and it was just perfect because then i didn't have to move i don't know it was just great i loved that combination and that, I was like really surprised by all of those things. That looked like such a fun photo shoot. And, and for those <laughs> who want to check it out, check out uh, Allison Conklin's uh, Instagram page uh, because it's it's prominently displayed there. Um, <laughs> I know. I just keep sh- every time it gets shared, I just keep like sharing it to my stories. But it's actually also um, Fujifilm and Profoto did a like a book, like a little free ebook that's available if you go to the. Fujifilm website that talks about like how that photo was made, but not just my stuff, also some other amazing photographers' work, like and how they use the A1X. So if you're new to a flash and like aren't really comfortable shooting flash, you can look at my stuff. And then if you're like, oh, I totally got this, but I want to have some fun with gels or whatever, you can read other people's um, stories. It's just good. I mean, anytime you're learning, I don't know, because most of us are visual learners, it's just nice to. Yes. Have it all, you know. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back to that, that lens, uh, that so what, what would the, the equivalent be in 35 millimeter language? That's kind of like... Uh, so if the 110 is kind of an 85, and this is a 45 to 100, this is probably... Like 35. Like a 35 to 70-ish? Maybe anyone who's probably super technical is probably screaming at the <laughs> at my uh, horrible math, but I would guess it's somewhere around there. Oh, I'm horrible with math too. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's good. as close as you're going to get to that 24 to 70 millimeter um, kind of workhorse of a lens uh, right. on the medium format side, mm-hmm. basically. Um, I mean. 
the one that really stuck out for me, the the one I, that I actually dropped a comment on too, was uh, this other shot where the the ballerina is kind of just kind of almost mid laughter, uh, just sitting down on uh, a white background. That's probably mm-hmm. my favorite. I, I don't know oh, if that's thanks. part of the same series. Yeah, it is. It's Dallas Shaw again, um, and with the flat with the A1X. But yes, and but I think that was with the 110. I want to say that I used the 110 in that situation, just because I was looking for a little bit. It was the 2.0. I don't know. Yeah, I like to play with all the th- <laughs> all the things. But what it looks like to me is it, it looks like it's a shot in between a pose, like, mm-hmm. uh, like so. You you did a pose take five and she's just kind of chilling and just just unloading uh before you have to do the next uh set of photos so right. it, it's very candid in a very uh post scenario uh it, yeah. it, it looks like a lot of fun thanks yeah no it totally was and studio stuff isn't really my forte or whatever what i normally shoot but i had a, it was awesome it was a fun experience to play with that lens and also the flash and figure it all out so i've had Thanks. bad experiences with studios um yeah <laughs> I, the, short story a little bit of a tangent back in the <laughs> uh very early aughts when i was i, I took a, a a class on studio lighting uh at, mm-hmm. at a studio that was very local uh just kind of like up the road studio is no longer there but the 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 whole thing was we were learning about different kinds of uh, things that you could put onto the light. And, and the, this one particular strobe had a grid set on it. And there was another session uh, of por- you know portraitures happening uh, next to where we were stationed with the, with, with the strobe. Mm-hmm. And so... The, the instructor was like, yeah, take a look. If you look at it, you know, you'll notice that it's going to make that be, uh, light very narrow and very, very focused. And so he invited me to come up. I walk up. I look down the barrel of the shotgun. <laughs> and suddenly the light went off. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I, I, I fell back as though I were shot. And, and, and the guy that was doing this, uh, the portrait session next to me just changed, like accidentally changed the channel on his, uh, on, on his uh, wizard, uh, right. pocket wizard, and just just got me right. I, I, I was. <laughs> you were in the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time. place, wrong time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, it worked. It's very uh. focused. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit down for a while now, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Yay, studios. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's beautiful. And I've done stuff in it, but it's just, you know, you, whatever. It's I love the candid nature and the storytelling that you can do in weddings. I mean, I love it. So, um, but the other lens that I tried out was the 50 3.5. Yes. I don't know. I love that lens too. And the combination of the 50R with the 50 millimeter is awesome because it's so compact. Yeah. Um, and I, That's the I, lens that I wanted to have. Um, okay. That, back, back when I, I was uh, setting things up with Hunts, uh, mm-hmm. there, there was the, 
uh, oh God, I'm trying to remember. I think it was the 50 millimeter equivalent that was my first choice. Okay. That was rented out. Um, right. And then the, the, the 35 that you just mentioned, I, I really wanted to play with that. Mm-hmm. That was out. <laughs> right. I got what was left. <laughs> yeah, which is the 45. I mean, I, I love that lens. I've taken so many. I love that lens. I love yeah. that, you know, the focal length and all that stuff. But the 50 is great because I was just in California a couple, I don't even know, time anymore, two weeks ago or something. And um, I just put that, I just went to see my friend we ran around the beach and I only had like that combination of, you know, no, I didn't bring any other gear with me, just that camera and that lens. And I loved the photos and I was able to kind of get some variety as far as, you know, every, you sometimes if you shoot with the same exact lens focal length every time, then you feel like everything sort of looks the same. I don't know if that makes No, sense. I hear you. Okay. So anyway, I just felt that there was a lot of diversity in the pictures and, you know, I thought it was, it's a great combo. Right on. <laughs> all the things. Just, you know, you have to rent and buy them all. It, it really... <laughs> it's, it's a kid in a candy store. I like, know. They but, don't make it easy. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> so when I was going to uh, Hunt's, um, I, I brought my son with me. And, mm-hmm. and he, he wanted to come. I'm like, are you sure... Daddy's going to his toy store right now. <laughs> if you want to come, that's fine. And then we'll go to your toy store after. Um, is he how old? He is uh, seven years old. Okay. Does he have any interest in cameras? None or? whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> does he like having his picture taken? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter is the only one that, that will ham it up for the camera. Gotcha. And uh, and, and so she, she goes... The polar opposite. She she will start making faces, and I I got her somehow into anime. Okay. Uh, and anime characters make these goofy faces, and, and and so she's trying to mimic that. I'm like, no, can I take a regular photo of you? Like, <laughs> I'll I'll do this. This is fine. Like, you know, we'll, we'll I'll go. I'll throw in Photoshop. I'll make you look like the 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 craziest devil or angel you want to be, but. <laughs> Daddy needs a regular photo first, <laughs> right? Well, you know, they'll they she'll grow out of that stage, and then you'll have all of this material for you know the teenage years. Yeah, uh, I, I just have to store it all. The, the files are big. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Um, and then my son just runs away. Uh, it, it's, but I I got the puppy now. Yes, that's so exciting. I am going to do my first set of photographs of uh, our new Australian Shepherd. Uh, his name is Kodachrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't get to name him any of the Fujifilm film sims uh, <laughs> because really those are girls' names. Oh, okay. Velvia, okay, I- Provia, th- th- those are girls' names. All right. Although Across. Wait. No, no, my so- wife didn't like Across. No. No. I keep trying to get my husband to allow me to get another cat so I can name him or her Fuji. I think it would be great, but I'm not winning the battle because we already have a cat and two Great Danes. Your Great Danes are so much fun. <laughs> We've been. Did, I don't know if you saw this, but today, yes. so being um, on quarantine, you're you know being at home. We've been trying to come up with something to do every day, and we've been. Our one great Dane 
he loves to put on clothing. I don't yep. know why. I so, saw that on Facebook. You didn't yeah. share any on uh, Instagram, I don't think yet. No, not yet. Um, but yeah, we put him today. We put him in. We had the Expo three around his neck, and I have this shirt from um, New York in October where it says like "Ask Me Anything" Fuji Film, and then he had a Fuji Film hat on, so he was totally on brand and loving his little moment this morning. It was so much fun. <laughs> I think you had the X X one hundred. Did you have oh. an X one hundred V on one of them? Um, I've been shooting it with, I, that's what I've been taking the pictures with. So I've been taking them with the X, um, with the V and then I've been using the pro photo flash with it. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we, we are, uh, one, one of the later episodes is uh, that, that we're doing, uh, I'm recording mm-hmm. it tomorrow, uh, is w- with a guy, a uh, guy named Joey. He actually is a, one of the writers wrote a great article on uh, fujilove.com about his uh, transition to the X100. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think of the X100? That's <laughs> I love it. I really love it. I took it out. I just like put it in my pocket or my purse or whatever, my coat, um, and take it everywhere with me because it's small enough. It's easy enough. I don't have to think about what lens do I want to take? What am I shooting? It's just like, I can take that guesswork out just because sometimes, I mean, I, you know, obviously the GFX system is amazing and I love it. I don't want to carry it with me everywhere or I don't want to feel like I'm quote unquote working. So yeah. being able to have something that I can just, cause honestly, like I'll take pictures with my phone, but I never really look at it. Cause I'm like, you know, it doesn't really look. It's great. different. Right, um, and that that is uh, two worlds that that ha- are colliding in my heart because I'm an avid iPhone photographer, mm-hmm. uh, but oh my god, I love the X100. I've always <laughs> loved the X100, and like I've been fine without it. Now that I got, now that I've made the full jump, and I have my X Pro Two that does the what the X One Hundred used to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's just something about this new one that just came out that is <laughs> just the biggest sirens call. So if anything is keeping me away from GFX, it's this camera. Like ah. I don't know what it is about this camera. Uh, the the marketing has been only so so, really. Um, they they haven't released that many footage, uh, you know, those fun documentary style f- um, movies to, you know, do the usual enticing that Fuji usually does. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about this camera that is just singing to me and mm-hmm. I can't put my finger on it, but I want to <laughs> put my finger on it. I want it so bad. I am doing everything I can to justify this purchase. And... Like, so uh, tell me about it. Like, what, <laughs> um, I mean, you already did. You, it's the, the carry all camera. Right. Yeah. It's my like everyday kind of capturing what is happening in my own personal life. Not that, I mean, you could absolutely, I could absolutely take this to a wedding and shoot it and nobody would be like, you shot this with a point and shoot because you're not it's got the fujifilm beautiful colors and it has all of the things it's just this remarkable little camera that fits in a pocket that suddenly you can take incredible images like on the go 
Um, yeah, I, but I love it just for everyday stuff for me, which reminds me just to, you know, take pictures of what I might consider boring, but it looks really pretty. Like I took it over to my friend's house when it snowed one time. Um, the one snowstorm we got here in Pennsylvania <laughs> and it was, you know, cause snow is kind of difficult, you know, cause you live in, you know, you're up North. Yeah. And so you, you can really, if it overblows, like the, if the highlights are too, you know, hot and overblown. It's just terrible. It's not a good picture, but it was like, everything was perfect. Um, I don't know. It's a great little camera. I'm not going to help your cause, though, because I feel like you need all the things. No, no, no. I'm actually trying to get you to convince me to even to, to pull the trigger <laughs> on, on this. Oh. Um, what would you, I mean, like, what would you like to know? It's it's perfect. That's. And, but you also need the GFX. I could probably wait <laughs> on the GFX. The, uh, okay. So the, what's uh, on a professional level, what's mm-hmm. singing to me is that this x100 is going to be perfect for cocktail hour yes Um, cocktail hour is mingling everybody mingling and mingling and uh although i don't know how much of that's going to be happening anytime soon but (laughs) um but that's like the perfect camera to just kind of slip in between people just you know candid moments boom candid moments boom um absolutely yeah i mean you know one's and it's so quiet and it's not no one's gonna actually notice you which is I find what's so amazing about all the Fujifilm gear in general, right? It's not this huge, crazy, massive camera with massive lenses and, you know, you can stay under the radar. But when somebody does notice you, it's like, oh, you're shooting film. Uh, Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. technically, yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I get that all the time with the X-Pro3. People always ask me, oh, is that a film camera? Like, no. No, <laughs> but the other cool thing is that for I, I I may be imagining this because I am looking at it through rose-colored glasses, um, but just I feel that there's something different about the bokeh uh, for for this lens that that is just giving that extra pop to some of the photos that I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it just, it, I don't know. It, I, I, it's probably in my head. I, I'm willing to admit that. Um, <laughs> but like, all right. For example, Can you borrow this lens next, oh, or the I'm, camera I'm, next. When, when, uh, when the world returns to normal, uh, yeah, or whatever is close to normal, that that is the first thing I'm going to ask for. Um, mm-hmm. But in your Instagram feed, there there is one shot of this uh, lovely blonde. Uh, girl who is a very candid moment uh, where, where she's laughing and, and she's in a pickup truck or it looks like it's a yes. pickup truck. Yep. Yeah. That is it just, I don't know. It, it's something different. Something in there is, is just making it different enough that it's like, ah, uh, I can't, I can't stay away. I, I, I have to have this camera. <laughs> I think you do too. I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah. But yeah, that that I love that photo too. It was a really fun moment, and I'm a sucker for like old trucks like that. And that color of the truck is amazing. And the guy's like, "That's not even me finished painting it. It's still like the primer." I was like, "Don't touch it. It's amazing." Um, 
I love that teal color or whatever. And I don't know. Yeah, it's a, and I took it with that little camera. And even there's that picture of the little girl sticking her head out the window too, like of the truck. Yep. And that's got that beautiful, I know what you mean with the bokeh and the way that it looks. I remember, I think the last podcast that I listened to you talk about, you guys were talking about the original one and how like it wasn't perfect and it had that character to it because that's what film has. Yes. So I, I don't know if it's like that idea. That's probably the best description um, mm-hmm. of what I'm feeling. Again, it's it, it, it. I could just be singing myself, you know, singing myself that tune just to 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 have something, <laughs> just to be able to to, <laughs> to could, uh, just an excuse to buy it. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, it will. Be I know mine. they don't make it easy. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> But I could also see it, you know, justifying it for weddings. Um, If my X-Pro2 is my typical go-to camera for the 23 millimeter setting, then, you know, I could easily replace that with the X100. Granted, Mm -hmm. I lose a card slot, which I'm sure some of the, you know, the angry photographers out there is like, you can't do that. You need two (laughs) card slots. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've it's it, I've been fine before. It's I I, I, I want this camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I, I love it, and that's why I've been taking the pictures of my my dog every day with it. Yeah, just because it's fun. It just it's easy. I don't know. It's really fun. There's just so many good things coming out right now. As <laughs> Fu, Fujifilm does the trifecta with the the X Pro Three. The X105, the V, and then mm-hmm. the X-T4. It's it's like boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh, my God. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Guys, come on. I, I, I could only, <laughs> I could only <laughs> you know, book so many weddings. Right. right. I need to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's just, you know, it's fun. It's fun to have the, I don't know tools that inspire you to want to pick up a camera in the first place right yes and they just there is just something about that the 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 way they they make you feel good and they they are a great i mean it's kind of like poker it's you could make it as simple as you want or you could make it as uh detailed as you want um, it, you're going to get great results either way. And mm-hmm. it allows you to be very easy and get great shots, or you can, you know, you know, tweak it to your heart's content and you're going to get great results. It's, 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 you really can't lose. Right. Unless you screw up the white balance. Like I did that one time. And then you well, will lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of beautiful black and white photos. There you <laughs> no, go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there is one vacation um, where I, I had the. This is back when I had the X100, uh, X100F. Mm-hmm. Uh, not X100F. I'm sorry. X100T. That was the third one. Okay. Um, so anytime I mentioned F, it's the T. Um, and for some reason, my my photos on vacation were coming out very pink. And it was very noticeable during sunset, or not sunset, but like 
during uh, twilight hours when the sun was getting low, the the colors were getting really weird. I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on. This the camera. Maybe it's a bad camera. Maybe I did something to it. And then on a you know, on a whim, I was just looking at what some of the white balances I had selected. Maybe I had the wrong white balance. Turns out <laughs> I had taken the, you know how when you're going through the white balance, you, you can. Little then, like square color things. Yes. For yeah. some reason it was like <laughs> way into the pink. I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> when did I do before. this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I just like bumped something. I don't know. I've done this that. was more than bumping. I was clearly... <laughs> You were feeling really artsy that day, and that's just how you were seeing the world. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> but after I changed that, I was like, okay, now things are back to normal. All right, we're, we're, we're good now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the actual cool thing is um, uh, about those color tones, I followed this one guy's advice on, uh, I, I forget what website it is, so I can't give this guy the proper credit. But he converted his code, uh, his uh, what's it called, uh, the the classic Chrome film simulation to resemble that of Kodachrome. Okay. And I loved it so much. I actually photographed an entire wedding like that. It was uh, a fall wedding. Oh, yeah, it was a fall. You have to send that to me. I'll send it to you. Uh, you could see some of it on my uh, Instagram page for uh, Sadowski Photography. Okay. But I'm checking it out. Yeah, there is, there was one fall where it was right before the leaves completely fell off the trees. Uh, And in New England, and I think it's the same in Pennsylvania, you have different stages of foliage. You have uh, the the pre-color where everything is kind of turning. You have a little bit, but it's still mostly green. And then you have your full foliage where, you know, the colors just pop. But then there's the post foliage where the leaves are still on the tree, but they're very either orange, gold, or brown. Do you know that kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And that is a a, a stage that only lasts about a week, two weeks, if you're lucky. And this is a wedding that happened during that time. And... Hang on, I, I will. This is going to be riveting radio here, but I'm going to uh, <laughs> copy this and I'm going to throw it into our. If you go into the Zencaster, you could see uh, I added it in the notes there. Oh, all right. Oh, the link? Yeah. Got it. And, oh, that's gorgeous. And it is like just that whole day, just as close to Kodachrome goodness as you can and it it, like the wedding happened at that almost golden hour in in, in the day and and it was just everything just went perfectly oh my Uh, goodness yeah it's beautiful and the skin tone of them like walking down the after they got married it's so it's gorgeous thank you Mm -hmm. and then uh the the probably my favorite photo i'm gonna add one more here um pop that one in there this is uh prior to everything happening i I took the wedding dress into the barn 
and yeah. the way the light was shining through the windows, it almost gave this like a the the wedding dress a spotlight look, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is great, and, and like just the the colors that the the film simulation was being uh that gave it it's perfect contrast perfect color man it was like uh, my my perfect day <laughs> yeah that's beautiful so did you save those settings i did make your own okay so then you made your own like yeah just, yeah and i again i i gotta find the the guy who did it there's a website that tells you how to do it um but yeah it, it's it's my uh Kodachrome equivalent, my Kodachrome classic chrome. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. I can't wait to see the Kodachrome um, with your dog photo shoot. That's happening tomorrow. Yeah, are you going <laughs> to use that setting or not quite since it's obviously March? I'm still going to use it. Yeah, um, good. Yeah. Cool. Can't wait to see it. Right on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this has been awesome. This has been fun just sitting here, talking, talking shop, talking camera talk. And uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for having me back. And it's so nice just to have something to. Something to do. Something to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, why do you, before, before we go, why don't you tell the world where they could find you on the web, your Instagram and your website? Oh, thanks. Um, so my Instagram is just my name, Allison Conklin, and it's one L in Allison. And my website's the same, allisonconklin.com. Awesome. And check out Allison's Instagram page as well. It, yeah. it is just awesome to look through. It's so much fun. And Yeah, it, it, my pleasure. Um, again, great having you on the show. I, I, I love just sitting back and, and just talking shop. Um me with too. that, thanks for having me. My pleasure. And with that, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, you could follow me, Mark Sadowski, on uh, Twitter or Instagram. I'm Mark Sadowski, Mark with a C. And we would love to hear back from everybody. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. right now is just kind of hanging out. In you know, we're all, we're all quarantined uh, as we, we mm-hmm. should be. Um, I know the, the degrees vary depending on where everybody lives, but if you would like to share some of the photos that you're doing in this time of craziness, you know, feel free to send them our way to, uh, uh send them to me at, uh, fujilovefeedback at gmail.com. I would love to see what you're doing to pass the time and, and you know, see what everybody's doing to get through this, uh, the, the, this crazy times. Um, but once again, head on over to Fujilove, uh, Fujilove.com for your free 30 day trial. Uh, if you're new to Fujilove, then this is the time to do it, to give it a try, uh, 30 days, no credit cards needed, no, uh, commitment required. Just go in there, check it out and enjoy the read while we have, uh, all this time on our hands, I guess. Um, right. No, it's an amazing magazine. It's so great that anybody can check it out now. And of course, uh, yeah, I got nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm out of gas right now. Uh, it's It's been crazy. Uh, but 
yeah. With, with the help of the community, everybody has been tremendous. Uh, I, I know the the Fuji Love hashtags that that are very prevalent on Instagram. Everybody has been sharing some great stuff, and I think this is where we as photographers are, are going to shine by giving everybody out there inspiration, uh, sharing the beauty that we take uh, in, in the grand things as well as the simple things. Let's not forget mm-hmm. that. Just because yeah. uh, you know w- we are limited doesn't mean that we can't uh, share beauty that, that on a grand scale and a small scale. So keep sharing your photos, and uh, I wish everybody the health happiness and safety safety (laughs) yeah absolutely Um, right on so allison thank you again for being on the show oh thank you so much for having me it's awesome it's always good to talk to you and we'll talk again the next time i raid a camera store and try out (laughs) some stuff Uh, maybe next time i'll have the x100 who knows but uh Ah. that's all for this time and we'll talk next time Shut up and take my money. That's what I say to Fujifilm every time.